Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Seven six eight four eight four four four. That's the phone number with your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever you'd like to contribute. We'd like to hear from you. It's ten thirty three. It is the Kendall and Casey Show on ninety three WIBC. Brad Kloppenstein in for Rob Kendall, who has the day off. No, he is not candy hungover. He just has the day off. But we did have few conversations about how or if Rob would pass out candy and how he would go about doing that. And somebody called and uh, wanted to share a costume idea that they implemented one year. Hi, Casey and Rob. I just wanted to call and comment about yesterday's talk regarding Rob and the Halloween candy. I hope he actually sat outside gave a local government session or at least asked history trivia to the kids. <laughs> I have to tell you, back in the day, one Halloween, my son went as a ballot box. It was when Obama was uh, running against Romney, and we created a costume out of an actual cardboard box, decorated it in red, white, and blue with signs for, all the, for each candidate. We then created slots that you would drop the candy into to vote, and they would actually fall into a bag so that my son could count how many votes he had for each candidate at the end of the night. It was probably the best costume out there. People were really excited to vote. And looking back that night, I think we had proof of ballot harvesting as people got excited and dropped several pieces of candy for their chosen candidate, not just one. So maybe an idea for a future costume for baby Olivia. Hope everyone had a safe Halloween. God bless. It's a very scientific polling. It with is. The, with the Halloween costume. Wow, that that is genius for that kid encouraging uh-huh. people to stuff the ballot box. <laughs> right, right, more votes, please. <laughs> okay, so uh, yesterday we were talking about Diego Morales, Secretary of State, how he was handing out spot bonuses. Sixty-eight of his seventy-five staff members all got spot bonuses, uh, totaling over three hundred thousand dollars. And we got a call about that. Hi, Rob. Hi, Katie. This is Brian from Brownsburg. Uh, I was calling to comment on uh, the spot bonuses from uh, Diego Morales. Um, I'm a former state employee myself, uh, 14 years. And uh, a lot of times those spot bonuses uh, did not go to employees that necessarily deserve them. Um, Every once in a great while, you would look at these bonuses and say, yeah, they deserved it. But most of the time it was, uh, yeah, it pays to be in that click. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. Love your show. Have a good one. So some favoritism so the going biggest on. butt kisser bonuses, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Imagine being the seven who didn't get one. Right. How would you feel? You're not, I, I, in, the, you're I, not in the club. You're not in the club, and that means you, yes, you might want to start looking for employment elsewhere. But yeah, d- does Diego think he's Oprah Winfrey? You, <laughs> you get, get a spot bonus. bonus, and you, you get, get a spot a bonus. bonus. You get a bonus. Come on, Diego. Yeah. um, uh, I was thinking the same thing. If you're one of those people who didn't get the bonus, maybe 
start updating the resume. I, I was just texted. There's a hit piece going out in Lawrence mm-hmm. that is comparing the Republican for mayor to Diego Morales. Oh, really? Yes. In so what, Diego is part of a hit piece now. Okay. In what way? Do you know? Does it say? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, it's not it, published it, yet, huh? It acts, I, I will share it with you, but basically it's got a uh, red MAGA hat superimposed over Diego mm-hmm. and Todd Rokita is also on this piece. Okay. And then it's got Dave Hoffman, who's the candidate for mayor, with a superimposed MAGA hat over him saying that they're all cut from the same cloth. And I'm like, Diego Morales, that's cross the line that's a low blow okay kevin this next voicemail this one is for you hey i know uh rob's name is on the marquee but uh kevin uh i really like the uh for the intro to the voicemail segment that's all bye yeah have you noticed that since i made that i've been mm-hmm. playing it every day i know and rob <laughs> to rob chagrin yeah, yeah much to his dismay <laughs> yeah so he, I, I kind of like it. I think we should just stick with it. Just stick with it. Well, he's not here today, so he didn't get a say, right? Right. <laughs> and you know what? Tomorrow, he won't be behind the board, so you do what you want to do, Kevin, okay? Yeah, I'm going to take ownership of this, and we're going to go forward with this <laughs> Keep intro pushing music. forward. I like it. As I recall, you guys could only find two songs that ever even referenced voicemails, so <laughs> you'd originally just chosen one of the two kind of on the fly. I, I, I'm glad to see that you're venturing out. Well, yeah. there's also a Carly Rae Jepsen's mm-hmm. pop song, Call, uh, me, Call Maybe. me Maybe. Yeah. And I know Rob really hates that. Oh, well, that's... and I suggested uh, The Divinals, Ring Me Up is another one, but that, that may be a deeper cut. You probably know that the song. The Divinals, that is a deep cut. Yeah! I'm a big fan of The Divinals. That's a, that's, I like that song. Yeah. It's a good one. Originally, I thought about mashing up different songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I can do that in the future. Okay. All right, we uh, got another phone call. Uh, Mike Pence dropped out of the presidential race. Did you hear that? I didn't know he was running. Yeah, that, that, that happened this week. And uh, we got a phone call about that. So you guys were talking about what if Pence had sent the election back to the state. Um, so that raises the question of if they hadn't, if the states hadn't been able to resolve, I know this is a what if scenario, but like if the states hadn't been able to resolve the issues within three weeks because Biden was inaugurated uh, like two and a half, three weeks later, um, who would have been president of the United States then? Because it would have been Biden because he couldn't be inaugurated while the election's still up in the air. Uh, Trump and Pence's term technically would have been over, and until it was officially announced who won the until the election was certified. So the next level of secession would have been the Speaker of the House, which you would think, oh, Nancy Pelosi. Then we have President Nancy Pelosi, which is a scary thought. But every Congress, every new Congress, has to reelect a Speaker, elect or reelect a Speaker of the House. So she technically wouldn't have been Speaker of the House. So I guess it would have fallen to the president pro temp of the Senate, which I believe was Chuck Grassley. So we would either have had a president, Nancy Pelosi, or a president, Chuck Grassley, until the election was resolved. Um, So that's kind of, that would have been like a whole mess of issues right there. (laughs) A bigger mess than when we already had. Yes. Okay, so I put this one on you, Brad, to do a little research because I'm not a constitutional attorney, nor do I play one on the radio. So what would have happened? So I consulted my brain trust, Mm -hmm. and the best we could come up with is the Constitution never envisioned a scenario where this would happen. Mm. So I believe that Trump was counting on 
being able to stay in office with the support of the FBI and the Department of Justice until the Supreme Court could sort it out or the states came back with a different result. So it would not they were not anticipating that it would fall to somebody else. However, it is not specifically laid out in the Constitution, mm-hmm. so it would have been open to the courts to try to interpret how to handle that. It would have been a mess. I, we, we are very fortunate it did not happen. Well, I'm certain that somebody who is smarter than both of us will correct us if we're yes. wrong on that. I, I guarantee that'll happen. Okay, another phone call. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about the OnlyFans, um, the school teacher who got busted being on the OnlyFans, and her friend who's making a million dollars doing it, so maybe not a bad choice for them. But somebody called and had a comment about filters and dating sites. Rob, I completely agree with you about the dating website thing. Uh, I am a huge advocate for getting rid of the filters that people can use on dating sites because, I mean, they make themselves look like, you know, gorgeous women. I mean, you might be thinking, oh, I'm going to meet up with someone who looks like Michelle Pfeiffer, and then you meet up a person and it's Barney Five coming at you. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm all for, I, I wish these dating apps would not allow filters. Like, if you try to upload a photo with a filter, it'll, it should reject the photo because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Don Knotts was a handsome fellow, especially when he had on a bow tie. You know, I understand what he's saying, that it's a, it's a little bit of what misinformation or you know you're misrepresenting yourself but the same could be said for dudes i mean you know you could be driving around some fancy sports car and you think oh this guy's loaded right and then it turns out he's in debt up to his eyeballs women don't care about men's money oh you're right no no but but what are we gonna do like in the dating world uh i need your medical history too it's 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 just like any other dating you just have to weed through it Mm -hmm. Uh, i have an acquaintance and who i've met through my wife and she would do that she would put a heavy filter on Mm -hmm. and then go on these dating apps and she could never understand why she would could never get a second date from any of these people it's like it's because you did the bait and switch you don't look anything like this photo you have posted Mm -hmm. and yeah she slimmed herself down she you know gave herself a very nice rosy complexion Mm -hmm. and the guys get there and they were like who are you okay is that any different though than doing like botox in real life um not necessarily because neither one of them are authentic uh, yeah at They're least to both to enhance your looks they do enhance your looks although i think at least botox you look in person like you do in the picture when you're botoxed in okay i mean it's Unless no different than makeup it. or sure. or anything else i mean it but i i think if you're using a filter there's no way you can replicate that in real life All right, one last phone call. We were talking about food deserts, downtown Indy, and somebody had mentioned that the public transportation, we keep putting money into that to get people on the bus to go to the grocery store. So I just heard a caller about the food desert and taking a bus to get to a grocery store. Yeah, that would work, but you have to remember you can't carry very many groceries back to home on a bus. Thanks. Yeah. So now I I will say when I first started with the Greater Lawrence Chamber, I heard a lot about Lawrence was a food desert. I'm like, really? There seems to be a lot of markets around here. Mm -hmm. So we actually mapped it out. And part of the problem was they say, well, we're, you know, so many of these people are 
four miles away from a grocery store. Well, A, there's a giant state park right in the middle, so they include that distance, but they also would not include all the little Hispanic neighborhood markets in that in what they were figuring out. So all those little markets have fine produce and pretty much anything you could you would want to find at a Kroger. Uh, it's not, not always the same brand name, but I'm always skeptical when they say food deserts. Mm-hmm. There's places that you can get food, and it's typically very relatively convenient. It's just not always what you're familiar with. All right, that phone number, 317-684-8444, if you would like to uh, leave us a voicemail for tomorrow's show.